Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. You're listening to Following On, and it was the third time unlucky for England. After losing both the Test Series and T20 Series, they have lost the one-day International Series as well. I'm Mark Butcher, and over the next 25 minutes or so, I'll be joined by the former England bowlers Darren Goff and Gareth Batty, as well as current England bowler Kate Cross, to dissect all the major talking points from today's action from Pune, where India beat England by just seven runs. We'll discuss some brilliant batting from uh, the Indian top order and then an England innings that never really got going until Sam Curran gave the visitors a bit of late hope. But it was all to no avail. As well as this, we'll get reaction from both camps. You're listening to Following On here on TalkSport 2. Yes, very warm welcome to uh, Darren Goff. Gareth Batty and uh, Kate Cross, last but certainly not least. Uh, what a game, uh, all three of you bowlers. You, you all lament the fact that the pitches are too small and the well, pitches are too good, the boundaries are too small, the balls don't do anything, but uh, it was the bowlers that won that one for, uh, for India, would you say? Well, fantastic game of cricket, a great advert for 50 over cricket. People say it's dying, but this game, I, I absolutely adore it. I think it's a magnificent test of your skill over 50 overs. We've seen some magnificent cricket, whether it be from India with a batting, from Rishabh Pant striking the ball, uh, from Ardik Panya. And then we've just seen an absolute spectacle from Sam Curran uh, with a bat coming in when England basically were out of the game. And Sam Curran has taken the Indian bowlers to the cleaners. Unfortunately, just when it counted, those last two overs, he just lost his rhythm. Some excellent bowling from Indians, deaf bowlers. And, but what a magnificent game of cricket. Yeah, it was, uh, was quite brilliant. So uh, there are two schools of thought, or there are two schools of thought playing off against one another. Communism and capitalism, if you like. Uh, the England method of, of go hard from the top 
uh, and blitz down whatever there is in front of you. The Indian method of, of playing a little bit more conservative, keep, keeping wickets in hand. Um, it's that's that method that seems to have won out um, on Indian pitches in Indian conditions. Gareth, what are your thoughts? Have England made, made big errors in, in the way that they've gone about these run chases or have India simply been too good? No, I, th- I think you add in some different personnel. We sort of spoke off air that you... You chucked your route into that team to give you a bit of stability in the in the chases. Wow, they can chase down anything. Because the, the striking capabilities of England are, are phenomenal. And they're probably, in the top three, probably outgun India. As a player, you want to be more the way that India played because you feel like you're going to be more consistent. Oh, but if I'm watching it, I want to watch England every single day of the week. Say, it's amazing. Say, saying that though, Bart, so you put your route into it. I, I, I totally agree. It makes England better. But you also put Jadeja and Bumrah into the Indian side, and even Shami, and it it becomes a totally different game again. Yeah, but we chuck Archer in as well, don't we? So we sort of nullify a couple of their boys with the ball, um, with Archer. He's world-class. He gets in any team. Um, Root world-class. No, I mean, it's it's mouth-watering, isn't it, that these these two teams play against each other with a a full complement. Wow. I mean, we're going to have one. This has been an amazing series, but just imagine that. That's even better, isn't it? Mm, Kate, the the bowlers, I think, came out of this this game with top billing. Over and above the batsmen. How do you see it? Yeah, I'm not too sure. I think... Going back to your earlier question, I think India, the batsmen set the game up for them. I think Richard, the way Richard Pant batted. Um, we spoke a little bit about the intent that India didn't show in the first two one days in their first 10, but that was kind of counteracted today by uh, Sharma and Doan, I thought. Um, but then actually they said at half time that it was down to the, the loose bowling from the England boys. So, um, I, I mean, I said, I think I was on commentary with 15 overs to go in that game and I thought that that was India's to lose. And at, at that point they nearly did you know they dropped three pretty simple catches um so yeah i think there was a, there was a bit of sloppy cricket in there but i think sam curran yeah I'm, i feel sorry for him that he didn't manage to get england over the line because he certainly deserved to but um i think it was I don't yeah i think it was more the batters today do you think four for 67 for Thakur, three for 42 from bhuvaneshwar kumar in a game where over 650 runs were scored? Yeah, but saying that, um, I, I thought uh, Takur was absolutely superb. Um, and he has been throughout the series with the ball, by the way, his uh, variation. But one player he's, he's found it difficult to bowl against has been Sam Curran in this one-day series. And his over gave England a big, big chance to get back into the game. That final of over is where he went for three boundaries, didn't he? Four boundaries uh, that put England then favourites to win the game. It was only the last two overs, really, where India got on top of it. Uh, but what a fantastic game. And, and when it comes down to nerves, you know, when it comes down to nerves, the nerves shown there by India's fielders, it just goes to show we all get nervous on a Saturday, club cricketers, but it just shows it happens at international level as well. Yeah, I mean, you think, you imagine if there'd been a crowd in, you know, there was, there's nobody there in the, in the in the stands and players are still feeling the tension, feeling the heat. Um, a man who very rarely feels any sort of tension, or at least outwardly anyway, is uh, England's stand-in captain, uh, Joss Butler, who's joining us. Joss, thank you very much for uh, for your time. Can you hear me out there? I can, yes. How are you doing? Yeah, not so bad, not so bad. At one heck of a, a one-day international. Unfortunately, England didn't quite have enough to get over the line. How did you see today? Yeah, obviously disappointed there not to, to get over the line, but um, it took a, a fantastic innings from Sam Curran to, to get us to close. Um, you know, a great game. I thought there was some mistakes made on uh, both sides, really, throughout the game. 
Um, I think to start with, with the ball, we, we let India get away a little bit and dragged it back. Uh, they got away from us again and, and then we dragged it back well at the end and, and we were quite comfortable chasing that score. Obviously, the last few games we've seen that that's sort of be a, about a pass score and um, we just never quite got the, the big partnerships going in the chase. We, we had some soft dismissals and, and lost some wickets uh, when we were threatening to get partnerships going But um, and it took a, an outstanding effort from a very talented young man to, to take it so close. Yeah, we'll, we'll get more on, on Sam Curran from you in a second. Just Can you fill us in on the, the, the situation... Um, with yourselves in the field when when India were 157 for four was was Mark Mark Wood was off the field then was it was there an issue with uh, with Mark being able to bowl because it seemed as though that might have been an ideal time perhaps to try and go for the kill when Hardy came to the crease uh, uh, to join Rishabh Pant. Yeah, um, obviously it's been incredibly hot here and um, Mark Wood had been feeling a bit unwell. He'd spent some time off the field um, and then he then couldn't bowl for. Um, however long he'd been off for. So, of course, we'd have loved to have brought Woody back earlier. Um, you know, I thought you know, we pegged them back well after the start they got with those wickets with the spinners. Um, and then they, you know, Pant and uh, Pandya played well again and then we, we dragged it back again at the end. So, um, you know, Mark Wood bowled fantastically well and, you know, it's just a shame we, we couldn't get him to bowl earlier, yes. Yeah, sorry. It was difficult to sort of know exactly what was happening from back here, but we, we, we surmise that that might be the case, but it was just good to get it from uh, the horse's mouth, as it were. So 329 at uh, the halfway point. Um, as you rightly said, you guys chased down um, the target two days ago with uh, with plenty of overs to spare. Um, there must have been a, a thought, pitch is a good one. We'd, we've got a very, very good chance of, of doing the same thing again. Yeah, absolutely. We're very confident um, in chasing that score down. And, and actually throughout the whole chase, even though we lost all those wickets, um, you know, the run rate was never really going to be the issue. Um, so, we, you know, we had some soft dismissals, I think, when we look back and, and some poor... Um, you know, made some poor mistakes really when, when we were threatening to get partnerships going um, and that's always going to hurt you in, in these games um, you know, but uh, you know, outstanding effort from Sam Curran to show that uh, maturity and skill um, you know, we're all very proud of him and it's a shame that he couldn't quite get us over the line in that last over Where does, uh, does Sam sit now in the pecking order? I mean obviously both teams uh, have not been at absolute full strength throughout the, the course of this series Sam is somebody who um, perhaps has not really had much of a run in, in, in one day international cricket. Uh, is, is he somebody that you're thinking, well, this is a, another great addition to the squad, or does he does it look as though he might find himself with a with one of the permanent shirts in your side? Yeah, that's uh, probably questions for the coach and the captain uh, full time. But you know, he's, he's he's done himself no harm, has he? You know, we, I think throughout this tour, um, there's been opportunities for guys. You know, there's a few guys who aren't here in this squad so that's given opportunities to to some others and, and they've come in and, and done really well and will have gained valuable experience um you know it's been a, a big plus of of the one day cricket to in england to expand the pool of players who are, are capable of playing at this level and and sam will have gained huge amounts of experience from from playing in that and obviously looking forward to the ipl we've got a lot of guys will gain big experience from that. So the more we can expand that talent pool, the more competition for, for places there is in the side um, that should push the, the levels of our performance higher and higher. Great stuff, Josh. Thank you for talking to us. Um, uh, well, get some rest before the IPL starts. I guess you're not coming back, are you? No, I'm not. Thanks, guys. Enjoy. No worries. Thank you. OK, Josh Butler there, England's uh, standing captain after uh, the end of a, of a pulsating ODI series in the ICC Men's World Cup Super League, which India have won uh, 
two, one. Gentlemen, where, where are we with um, the players that are perhaps peripheral to England's 50-over side? We've had a, a couple of looks at Reese Topley. Sam Curran, obviously, has done himself no end of good whatsoever. Liam Livingston is another name who has uh, thrown his hat in the ring. Um, all three have attributes that uh, Owen Morgan and the England 50-over team like. Who for you has, has really sort of furthered their court? Well, Sam Curran, uh, for me, I mean, I think the rest of it, yeah, we were just talking about after the second one day, we have Wokes, Archer, Wood. I think they're the preferred three seamers uh, in my book. Uh, and then you've got Moeen, Ali and Rashid. So there's your five bowlers. Obviously, you've got Ben Stokes, who's your all-rounder. But now Sam Curran, I would say, he's definitely cemented his place in the squad, 100%. He's probably gone ahead of his brother, 100%. Um... Uh, but after that innings, I'm finding it very difficult. I leave him out because he's proven under pressure, bowling at some of the best batsmen in the world, and that's Rohit Sharma and Shikhar Darwin and Virat Kohli. But he can do a job for England with the new ball as well, even in Indian conditions. The ball swung around. He made the ball swing. He's got good slow ball. And as I said, I've seen this kid play in one-day cricket for Surrey, and I've seen him in the IPL, and he is good at bowling at the death. He's, he can bowl over the wicket, he can bowl around the wicket, he can reverse it. Uh, he's got a good slower ball. He's quicker than you think as well at times. So he's got all the attributes to be an absolutely fantastic cricketer for many, many years. And the more experience he gets, IPL last year did him the world of good. To be backed by Chennai Super Kings, a team that are always in the finals, and open the batting and opening the bowling. Wow, you're saying that to a young kid. There you go, mate. You're opening the batting and opening the bowling. They must rate you. Yeah, Goffey's covered off Sam. Um, I think Livingston's done himself no harm. He's come in and, and really wanted to play in that positive fashion, played good, strong shots, scored at a good rate. And with the 2020 World Cup and all these things revolving around India, because he bowls a bit of spin and he can spin it both ways, yes, he's a part-time spinner, but that is another string to your board that I think will be a very, very good addition for him. And I think they'll squeeze him in somehow. Mm, Reese Topley, Kate, is... Uh, Pace isn't everything, is it? Bhuvaneshwar Kumar has, has proven that. Does he have what it takes to uh, to, to be a, a real weapon for England um, with his left arm angle and extra height? Yeah, I don't see why not. Again, I think he's another name that's not done himself any harm in this series. I think the beauty for England is that they've got another two years to suss out this team, this one-day team, and there's a lot of cricket to be played in that time. And a lot happens in two years. We might be talking about completely different names by the time that, that 50 over World Cup comes around. So um, that's a, a really nice place for the likes of Owen Morgan and, and Silverwood to be in, that they've got people putting their hat, their name in the hat now to, to be in that starting 11 in 2023 when that World Cup does come around. Do we think that Owen Morgan is going to make it to the next World Cup? I think he wants to, doesn't he? There's no indication that he wouldn't, whatever capacity he is there in that maybe, I don't know whether he does go into more of a coaching role I'm, I've not heard anything to suggest mm. that he wouldn't want to be playing in that World Cup um, and he does seem to be the, the real cement that this team is growing around isn't it so um, I think the, the fact that he's not been involved in the last two games is also a, a confidence booster for England that they won that game without him in the second ODI and uh, they came close today so it's you know it's not always the Owen Morgan show mm, for sure I, I just wonder because there, there were there were rumblings that he might think about giving it away after winning the World Cup at home in 2019, he then sort of looked at the calendar and went, well, you know what, I fancy making us T20 international champions as well. If, if that doesn't go the way that England want and he wants, do you think that perhaps there's a chance that Josh Butler might be the captain for the, for the next half of the cycle to the 50-over World Cup? Or do you think Owen has the desire and the, uh, the fitness to see it through? I mean, would he be 36 by then? I can still see Owen playing 
T20 cricket for a, for a while. Um, and I think he's still got a big part to play in that, the way he plays, the way he captains. The 50 over, I don't think he'd be that big a miss. He's a fantastic captain, a fantastic player. But you look at the talent we have got now in that form of the game. And what is it, two years away, the next World Cup? I just think T20 has still got a massive part to play. 50 over, it's down to him. If he thinks he can keep motivated, if he thinks he can keep fit and play to it, so be it. Because he's got the right to call it when it's time to go, hasn't he? I mean, what a fantastic record he's got as England captain, as an England player. Yeah, and I, I think it was a couple of years ago we were in Sri Lanka and the vultures were circling saying, is Owen Morgan, is he gone as a player, blah, blah. I've seen nothing but him get better in the last two years. Mm. I think he's he's taken all his experiences and he's thrown caution to the wind and he's gone back to playing as he did when he burst onto the scene. And I think as an older, ageing player, you do that, you become even more valuable because all the experience you've built up over years, then you put into practice with a bit of the, the sort of initial crash-bang wallop that youngsters have. You marry that up with some intelligence and a bit more know-how. Wow, that becomes incredibly valuable. Plus is, for me, the best England captain I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I certainly wouldn't argue with any of that. It's just whether or not two years is a long time when you're in your, in your or getting towards your mid-30s, as, uh, as all of us but Kate know. <laughs> anyway, we'll park that for now. Um, ben Stokes, at number three. I mean, it, it seems churlish to ask this question, really, because we know the answer. Joe Root's going to come back and bat number three. Um, does does Ben Stokes find himself in a position at number four? Or are they going to keep him down there at five? What what happens and what would you do with uh, the man from Durham? It's such a difficult one, is it, with Ben Stokes? He's such a fantastic cricketer. He can play anywhere. I'm sure he'd, he'd love to bat at one, two, three. That's where his preferred option will be. But I think realistically he's going to be down at either four, five or six. Let's be honest about it. They could go in any order. Um, I think it all depends where Owen sees himself in the side. I do think that Josh Butler is someone down the order who can be destructive, as we've seen from Rishabh Pant and Adik Panya. Josh Butler can play those sort of innings, so I think he's the one who can play better. I think Ben Stokes needs time at the crease. He needs to adapt to the pace of the pitch, adapt to the bowlers, and then he, comes bef- he becomes very disrupt- uh, disruptive uh, to the opposition. So I'd like to see Ben Stokes as high up the order as we possibly can get him. I think naturally if uh, Joe is coming back in at three as well, you've got Milan to probably sit out. He's not played much in one-day international cricket, so there you've got the four slot open up uh, for Stokes potentially. Yeah, that would make sense. I mean, you know, that one thing that we all know in white ball cricket is that everybody wants to bat in the top three, don't they? When the, when the ball is new and pinging off the bat and the field's up. Um, and let's not forget, Ben Stokes won England the World Cup batting at number five. And number six, um, he does have the ability to, uh, to to change his game there in the middle order. I guess England's problem is an embarrassment of riches at times, despite the fact that they've lost this series 2-1. Um, what about India? They've uh, obviously been far superior in the five-day game. They perhaps unexpectedly won the T20 series, having gone behind um, in that one. Uh, and uh, they look to be they look to be finding some players to to fulfil roles, fulfil death bowling roles. Uh, Rishabh Pant just looks like a, a world superstar to me, and he gets he gets in every team in the world at the moment. The form that he's in, um, they are going to be a real handful at home in that uh, T20 World Cup, aren't they? Uh, absolutely, uh, Butch. And I, I think what I've been impressed by India in this whole white ball series is, but they have not been afraid to give their younger players a chance. 
They've backed them. They've put them right in at the deep end, under pressure against the best team in the world, that is England, in white ball. And they've delivered by beating England in the T20 series and the 50-over series. No matter who he's brought in, they've delivered. Um, and it's going to be some pick, isn't it, um, to pick their starting eleven and, and where they go. Because, like I said, Jadeja's to come back, I think Bumrah's to come back, and I think Shami's to come back, who all could play a part for them in 20 overs or 50 overs. So, But what it has done, it's created competition for India, as well as we've got competition for England, and that's what keeps everyone on their toes. And that's why, come October in that World Cup, it's going to be an absolute belter, because I can't pick a winner. I don't know about you. I cannot pick a word. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including... England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. I think the big thing is there aren't many teams around the world that have the situation that England and India have where they're still unsure of what even squad they're going to go with, let alone the, the starting 11. Most of the teams, you're within sort of 12 or 13 that, that are going to get picked. And then you're 14, 15, 16 in the squad. It's kind of like, well, we'll, 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 we'll get them in somehow. Uh, there's no real dramas there because these are, the, these are the 12 or 13 that are going to win it for us. England and India, we've seen in this 2020 series and the ODI series, it's probably about 16, 17, 18, where you're saying, well, hang on a minute, what about the argument for this guy and the argument for this guy? And you could you could give a feasible argument. If we were sat over the river at, there in the House of Commons, it would go on for days and days and days, the argument of who you'd be picking. Well, they need to need to pay us better expenses, surely. Um, uh, <laughs> Kate, I mean, the, the, uh, the, the Indian squad, that, that again, has been shown over the course of, of England's tour... To have uh, to have players that can step in, you know, Jadeja hasn't bowled a ball or, or lifted a bat, hasn't walked across the rope in this series, and they barely missed him. Um, you know, the, the the strength 
coming out of that country at the moment is pretty frightening for the rest of the world, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And what Bats was just saying there, it creates headaches, doesn't it? And I don't know whether as a selector I'd want those headaches. Sometimes it's easier if you have got your 11 or 12 that you know are going to be set to play. Um, but I guess it gives you the luxury of being able to pick on form when it gets a bit closer to it. Um, we've still got the IPL. We spoke a lot about that. There's two months of cricket um, for people to play. Things happen, like I said, injuries happen. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a great position really for India to be in. And they've really excited me in, in this series and the T20 series, actually. Um, giving, the, giving some young lads some... Well, we say young. Then I mean, uh, we were talking about... Uh, Surya Kumar Yadav as a young lad and he's a, a 29, 30 year old who's just come in and not got much experience um, but yeah it, it's just been great to see and it's been a, a brilliant series and um, one that we've probably really needed with the, the state of the world at the minute I know we talk about how um, luxurious it is to have live sport on but it, it's just been great to watch hasn't it and the fact that it went down to the, the last over of the, the final game um, just summed up the series for me and it was, it was great to be a part of certainly was and uh, we enjoyed having you um, Jason Roy and uh, Johnny Bairstow, without any question, the, the most feared uh, opening duo in uh, in world cricket. Um, does that sometimes mean that the, the middle order kind of are not quite as in tune to kind of get into the battle? They're kind of expecting to walk in with the game done. Does that pre- create a bit of a danger for, for in England's middle order that they're, that they're expecting the whole thing to be over and done with because Johnny and Jason will do it, will take care of it all for us? I don't think it does when Joe Root's in the lineup. Um, I, I think that just breaks it up a little bit. I think Johnny Bairstow and Jason Roy are going to be feared around the world without a doubt. But then if you have Joe Root coming at three and then you've got the luxury of Stokes and Butler and Morgan. And then whoever comes next, I mean, it's just a lottery, is it? Whether it be Livingston, whether it be Billings, whether it be Sam Curran, whether it be Wokes. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. But I think Joe Root just knits that team together. Uh, but those two are definitely feared. Roy and Bairstow all around the world. I think it's possibly shown in this series that um, Root is a massive miss. He is that guy that you can, you can sort of rely on just to do the... The stuff that maybe doesn't grab the headlines, that allows you to get over the line, the, the nitty-gritty. And he never lets you down. He never, he, he never gets out sort of 15-50 or 20, 20. When he's in, England know that he's going to carry on playing and, uh, and allow the guy coming in or the guy at the other end to keep smacking. He is the, 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 uh, the Coley, the Williamson, the, the Smith. The very best teams around the world have that quality, absolute quality above anything that allows some of the... Uh, the modern way of playing, the modern thought process to actually come out possibly. It's ironic, isn't it? Because when he plays, he doesn't get the headlines, but now he's not playing, he's getting all the headlines because he's not playing. Hey, spot on, Kerry, because do you know something? I can see at 50 overs, he's 100% missed. I don't think there's even a question mark in my book. I've always said it. T20, I'd still like to see him in it, but you can now see with the talent we've got, you could possibly see him not getting picked in that T20 side, which would be, we'd all be going, wow, we're leaving one of the best players in the world out. But, they could cope without him in the T20, although I'd like to see him in it. But 50 overs, I think it's vital that he plays and knits that side together. And I think, sorry, Butch, one more thing. I think when you're then talking about Owen Morgan missing out, I think he is quite a similar player in that respect. He, he's very good at reading the game situations. And both of like, the Root and Morgans, for me, are, they put their egos aside a lot of the time and they play cricket based on what is in front of them. And they don't get the headlines, like we said, and it's not... Um, massively flary innings that you know we're watching for days on on YouTube and stuff. But he, they are the the real key parts of that team that will get missed when they're not there for long periods of time. Yep, Sam Curran has just picked up the uh, 
the player of the match award for his uh, 96 not out in that valiant run chase uh, towards the back end of uh, England's innings. Um, it's interesting you mentioned uh, Owen Morgan and, and Joe Root. I mean, Goffey, I, I think that if I'm picking a team for a T20 World Cup, particularly in Indian conditions, if Joe Root's not in the squad, I'm very, very unhappy. Oh, I, I am too. I, I know I'm, you I'm want just him saying, in there, but yeah. I, could, I want him in 100% mm. Joe Root. But I can see... But we have got enough talent and guys who want to bat up there, like your Ben Stokes, who's ended up in a position at number six where we're not getting the best out of him. So it's just such a difficult choice, isn't it? And it's what you go for. It's what Owen Morgan goes for. 50 overs is 100% in the team. I think it's down to Owen Morgan whether he plays in T20 or not. It's whether he thinks he has Stokes at three or he goes for Root at three. Interesting. Johnny Bairstow has uh, been nominated man of the series. Let's hear from him. Um, two or three overs, all of a sudden the game is even further in front um, than what we should have been. Uh, didn't have the best of test series, but it takes a lot of mental strength to come back. In whatever format it be, to, to score the way you did in the other format. Yeah, obviously we know how difficult it is over in India. Um, I wasn't the only one not to have uh, scored a lot of runs um, in the test series, but like you say, to come back and uh, strike the white ball in uh, two different roles was, was really pleasing for myself. And um, like Sammy mentioned, to now going into the IPL, it's, uh, it's to have a lot of confidence and hopefully lead on from there. You've been batting outside the crease when Bhuvaneshwar Kumar has bowled, and today he brought the keeper up. What did that make you do? Um, well, well uh, to be really honest with you, obviously we know uh, Bhuvi's skills. Um, I think going outside off stump is uh, a better way of counteracting that. I think if he's bowling in swing and then it's got to hit you pretty much perfectly um, inside in line to then uh, go forward. And uh, we've had a bit of a, um, a conversation about it and obviously we play together at Sunrisers. So no, I'll be um, facing him in the nets plenty more. Don't worry about that. Uh, about the late order hitting from Sam Curran, yeah. the way he batted, what were, you, what were your guys' uh, thoughts there? In yeah, the it was special. Moment? It was special, wasn't it? Um, I mean, uh, to show the maturity that he did, uh, to take the, the game so deep, and then um, obviously you mentioned about the hitting was, uh, was, was really special, but um, I'm sure he'll be um, as good as anyone um, because uh, he's played out of his skin there and, and we know the, the quality and talent that Sammy has and um, everyone up there had a, an immense amount of belief that he was, uh, was going to get over the line but obviously credit to Natu for, for nailing his Yorks in that last over. He's one more guy who you will be playing with. Did he actually send a message through the dugout that this is exactly what he's going to try because it was Sam who was going to be facing him? I think everyone knows what uh, Natu does at the death. Um, it's a case of him executing it so well, isn't it? And uh, yeah, like, like I said, fair play to him because uh, if he was to miss, then um, there's not many people that I'd rather at the crease than, than Sam Curran, especially on uh, 90 not out to, to put it to the short boundary. And I think that Sammy timed it perfectly because targeting that, that short boundary uh, at the end, uh, which is one of his, uh, his strengths, was fantastic batting. Well done on the man of the series Cheers. and see you soon in the IPL. Cheers, thank you very much. Thank you, Johnny. So uh, England take man of the match for a, uh, for a decider that they've lost and uh, Johnny Bairstow man of the series for a series that they've lost. Can you, can you work that out? How does Shardell Thakur not get in there uh, for a <laughs> shout at man, man of the series? I, I think that was something special though from Sam Curran uh, today. Um, I, I know they're on the losing side but what an unbelievable innings that and I, I know they lost but... What, I, man of the series? Johnny Bairstow? 
Uh, I think Johnny Bairstow with the one. runs he scored. Yeah, it's, it's a strange one, listen, but he always goes to a batter though, doesn't it? But you should know <laughs> that from years and years of it. Yeah. Always goes to a batsman, the man of the match, man of the series. That's what that's what happens, isn't it? Fair enough. Let's hear from Virat Kohli. the case again tonight and we knew it's going to be um, a tough game. England's not going to throw in the towel at any stage and that's exactly what we saw in the end. I think Sam played a really good innings. Um, to keep them in the hunt, but um, I think our bowlers kept taking wickets at the right uh, periods uh, during the, the second innings and made sure that we put enough pressure on them and eventually, uh, you know, got into a situation where they had to get across the line. Uh, before that, it was the other way around where we had to finish the game. So the mindset shifted very quickly in the last couple of overs, and I think Hardik and um, Natu were brilliant to finish it off. You're always a very expressive captain, you wear your emotions on your sleeve with those catches and the way the, the fielding was happening, was it disappointing for you because you set very high standards? Yeah, look, it's, all, it's most disappointing for the guy who drops the catch. It's, it's a thing to understand that everyone wants to do the best out there on the field. Um, as much as you get disappointed, you accept that this is a part of, of, of cricket. Uh, catches do uh, get put down. Sometimes they cost you, sometimes they don't. Um, but I don't think as individuals anyone's, uh, you know, putting less effort on the field, there's no lack of intent. So that's all you want as a captain. I think our body language was outstanding tonight and we put the opposition under pressure through the innings and eventually ended up crossing the line, which is the most important thing. Bhuvaneshwar Kumar up top for you, he's always been a bank. But Shardul Thakur, he's coming out as this new person to go to as a captain? Yeah, I mean, I'm quite surprised that he wasn't the man of the match today, to be honest. Four wickets for 65 odd in 10 overs and picking up and scoring 30 off 20 balls. And Bhuvi, again, a big contender for man of the series as well, you know, picking up six wickets at an economy of under six on these kind of pitches. It's, for me, it's a no-brainer. And uh, I think these two guys were the difference uh, during those, those middle overs and with the new ball as well. So, yeah, I think they were outstanding and a lot of credit goes to them for the series win. Any takeaways apart from these two, from this series and the entire series per se? Anyone who, whom you have handed a debut or has come in has done really well? Well, Prasid was very impressive. Uh, Krunal was very impressive in his first game. But I think the most pleasing thing was the depth of our batting. Even though we lost a couple of wickets early or through the middle overs, we still ended up getting big scores, which is a great sign for Indian cricket. And if you know the top three uh, can contribute like we have in the past, get a big 100, then we'll probably get to those 370s and 380s pretty soon as well. So, very exciting times ahead for us. Yeah, it's been able to, it's about holding composure, isn't it, in nerve-wracking moments. And we mentioned that at the toss as well, the tenacity. I think that is something which has stood out every time India has been pu pushed back. Yes, it has. It's been an amazing season for us and we wanted to finish on a high. This tour has been especially sweet and pleasing because we won every series and, um, you know, that's something that you want to do against a top team in the world. So we take away a lot from this season, go into the IPL again, an opportunity to play some expressive cricket, enjoy a couple of months and then back again on the road with this group of amazing guys and, um, yeah, it's been an amazing season and great way to finish it off. Obviously, you go into another bubble, which is the IPL bubble. But a bit of a respite for the support staff who take, take a break now. Yeah, it is. Um, and as I said in a couple of days ago as well, scheduling is something that needs to you know, be, be looked at in future because playing in bubbles for so long, two, three months is going to be very, very difficult uh, going forward. And you can't expect everyone to be at the same uh, you know, level of mental strength. Uh, and sometimes you do get cooked. And you do feel like, you know, a bit of a change. So I'm sure that things will be discussed and things will change in the future as well. But a different tournament, so it brings in fresh challenges now heading into the IPL. Really well done again, Virat. It's been an exceptional series, an extraordinary series.
Celebrations uh, for Virat Kohli and his team. I guess that the one thing as we uh, as we look to wrap up here, uh, Kate, Darren, and Gareth, uh, that will please Virat Kohli perhaps the most is that they've won a series in which they've won no tosses, haven't been able to chase at all. Virat Kohli hasn't done his preferred um, method of winning cricket matches. That uh, that puts them in great stead for for when things actually do fall their way with the toss. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think, well, I think if you're winning matches, it doesn't matter whether it's your preferred way or not. I think um, he, he's spoken all his, his post-match interviews about his pride of this team and the, the pride of finding some young players like Takor that he spoke about. And then you've got the experienced players like Bhuvan who've come in and done what they always do. Um, so yeah, they'll just, be, they'll just be in a really good place going into the IPL and then moving forward going into the, the um, World Cup in October as well. Final thoughts, gents. It's been a wonderful series. Great advertisement for uh, for fifty over cricket. Um, what are your What are your lasting impressions of uh, of what we've seen, Darren Goff? Well, for me, uh, Shreya Sayer, uh, Ishan Kishan, Sudhakumar Yadav, uh, three ton, fantastically talented players that have come in to this Indian side. Mainly in the T20s, we saw those guys. But they also got Shuman Gill, who's not had an opportunity in the one days to show his skills. And for England, I think you've got to give huge credit to, um, with Bats earlier, Livingston, the way he's come into the team and the way he's played. I think he a big pat on the back. And Sam Curran, um, he's put the marker down now. Very hard to leave him out of white ball cricket, whether it's opening the ball in, whether it's pulling first change, or whether it's batting and hitting boundaries and nearly seeing England over the line. So they're the highlights for me. Yeah, I actually think that both sides should be absolutely congratulated because our great game has come out on top with no crowds in for certain games, but actually to be on the edge of your seat listening and watching on TV, for the spectacle to be as good as it has been, for the guys to be in these bubbles and still come out and play in a magnificent manner and entertain everybody. Let's be honest, we're in the entertainment business and I think both sides have entertained. They certainly have. Uh, thank you very much to Gareth Batty, Darren Goff and Kate Cross for their thoughts. It's been a pulsating three-match one-day international series. We certainly hope you've enjoyed it. If you missed any, here are the highlights. Bring it back, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back to Urschel. <laughs> Oh, that's a great shot. A square drive, and that tells you how good this surface is. Rashid again, a little bit short, and there is no fielder this time, and that is just smashed away for four, and that brings up Shikha Darwan's 50. It looks a bit shifty, but it's brilliant from Adil Rashid. If you can't get him LBW, you ball him. Beautiful delivery from Adil Rashid. Moeen's bold Rook Virat Kohli, and suddenly India, who were cruising towards a massive total, find themselves at 121 for three. Pant is now playing a scoot to Adil Rashid. That is outrageous. Livingston, full toss down the legs. I oh do not dear. believe it. And it's a, well, it's a piece of filth, really. King legend Rahul is on his way back <laughs> as uh, Hardik tries to destroy Moen Ali. And yes, lo and behold, it's disappeared over mid-wicket for six. Wow. Hardik oh. goes high and hard again. That's going to be six more. And that is another fabulous 50 from Rishabh Pant. Oh, oh, wow. This fella, Rishan Pant, is some player. In again. Oh, and that's brilliant. That is brilliant 
from Joss Butler. Rishabh Pant has gone for 78. Hardik Pandey has walked away across the stumps and has been bowled. Gordon's pin uh, dispatched. Dangerous? Yeah, absolutely right. Wood in wide of the crease and he yes. knocks him over. There you go. <laughs> and uh, that is the end of the Indian innings. 3.29 all out. Neshwar Kumar has bowled there you him. Go. He's bowled Jason Roy. Well, what a comeback that was. What a first over. Uh, what else have I done? I you, don't know. You know, oh, I did a singing cut. Sing if you can. I won that. What was the block? What was the. Uh, <laughs> sing, oh, sing if oh, you can. What was through the, the wall? wall? Through the wall. Then. Bring on the wall! You had to win. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Things you do for money. Full toss. And Ben Stokes has smashed it straight to Shikadawan at backward point. You had to wear some sort of silver, silver gimp costume, didn't you? <laughs> silver foil, yeah. <laughs> Looked like a stuffed chicken with an helmet on. Pakora is in for his second over. The first went for eight. That one's nipped back, taking Butler on the pad. The really wants it, Shardot Takor. Wickets is hitting. That's down the wicket by Livingston, and it's smashed over Log on for six. In again. Oh, and that's straight oh. back to the bowler, and he's given it away, Livingston. And what have been a very good 60-run partnership comes to an end for England. In again, this time he's short. Oh, it's short, and Darren Milan has pulled it straight to mid-wicket. And perhaps Darren Goff, that is that as far as this run chase is concerned. And Moen Ali drills this, but straight to mid-off, and the catch is taken by Hardik Pandya. Sadkaran is swinging this very hard and hands him into the leg side. Natarajan goes in, Adil Rashid swings into the leg side, gets all of this, and it's a one-bounce four. Wonderful shot, screams off, like Vivian Richards in his pomp. And goes, oh my goodness, he has smashed that field out. A huge six, 92 metres, that one, Butch. Curran again, it's short this time. Curran on the back foot, hits it. Oh, he's hit it over mid-on. He's hit it over long-on for six. It's gone seven, eight rows back. And England need 23 runs to win. Pandya goes for the stumps. Mark Wood has a massive swipe, and he's going to go. He's, oh, it's been dropped! I do not believe it. That is an absolute sitter. In goes. Natarajan, it misses the uh, the Yorker again. Curran drills it down the ground, but Virat Kohli celebrates. Sam Curran has done his reputation no harm whatsoever, but in the end it was too much even for him to pull off. And India win the third and final One Day International by seven runs in Pune. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.